Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Waiting for Charles, as told to Michelle Down. Bring, bring. The phone rang, and Beck and I dived to get it, but Dad beat us to it. Hello, he said. We wandered into the kitchen and turned on the tap. Now was a good time to get a drink and listen to the conversation at the same time. Uh Uh-huh. Yes. Dad is the strong, silent type, and this conversation was obviously going to be one of his more silent productions. Okay. Sure. We drank our water slowly and tried to guess who could be on the other end of the line, but Dad gave nothing away. Okay. Bye. Dad hung up the phone and we pounced. Who was it, Dad? What did they want? It was Mom, he replied. Dad started walking to his office, but we pestered him with more questions. What did she want? Why did she call? What did she say? She said she's bringing Charles home. Dad smiled a mysterious little smile and walked into his office, but we were confused. Charles? Who's Charles? Why is Mom bringing Charles home? Where's he going to stay? But Dad just shrugged ever so slightly and turned his back to us. It was obvious he was not going to share any more information. I started to picture in my mind what Charles would be like. He'd be tall and handsome, of course, charming and smart, too, and interested in me. Perhaps Mom was bringing him home to meet her two beautiful daughters, but he would be smitten by me. I just knew it. I glanced at Beck and saw a dreamy look in her eyes. Uh Uh-oh, she was thinking the same thing, but about her. Beck, I hissed. We'd better get the house cleaned. Beck snapped out of her daydream and looked at me. We both raced for the cleaning closet. I grabbed the vacuum cleaner while she snatched the broom and a bucket. We vacuumed, swept, mopped, and dusted. Then we fluffed the cushions, arranged the flowers, and straightened the curtains. There was so much to be done, and we wanted to make sure everything was just perfect for Charles. The place looked spotless by the time we were finished. Your hair looks a mess, Beck, I whispered. Better get ourselves looking good. We hurried to the bathroom. I changed into my favorite blue blouse, the one that set off my blue eyes to perfection. I smiled at the mirror as I brushed my blonde hair. Beck pulled on a light mauve top and flicked her dark brown hair out of her eyes. I had to admit she looked pretty good, too. We strolled into the living room, trying to act calm and natural. But inside, I was all tensed up, and I was pretty sure Beck was, too. It was nearly time for Mom to get home from work. Soon, we'd meet Charles. She's here, Beck called out at last. We peered anxiously through the curtains as Mom's car came slowly up the drive and stopped near the front entrance. Her door opened and she climbed out. Then she went to the back and opened one of the rear doors. Why would Charles be sitting in the back seat, I wondered. Our noses pressed hard against the window now. Mom reached in and brought out a big box covered with a blanket. I looked at Beck and Beck looked at me. What was going on? We opened the door and Mom staggered in. I've got a surprise for you, she chirped, lowering the box to the floor. She whipped away the blanket and we peered inside. Charles is a rabbit? Beck gasped. Oh, isn't he gorgeous? I purred as I lifted out the most adorable bunny with fluffy fur and droopy ears. He was so tiny that he fit comfortably in both hands and he felt warm and soft. I saw him in the pet shop and thought you girls would like him, Mom said, smiling. There's a hutch in the trunk. We'll keep him in the backyard. Thanks, Mom, we chorused, but we didn't dare look at each other. 
I could feel the laughter bubbling up inside me, and I knew it would erupt if I caught Beck's eye. Dad really had us going, I sputtered to myself as I tried hard not to burst out laughing. As I lay in bed that night, I started thinking about getting ready for Charles. Would I have gone to that much trouble if Charles had been Jesus? Would I have been waiting for him with the same joy, with the same excitement and eagerness? Was Jesus as important to me as Charles had been? Jesus, I want to love you more than I loved Charles, I whispered as I smiled again and drifted off to sleep. The story you have heard today is from God's Greatest Stories, written by various authors and compiled by Randy Fischel, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.